This is the Garden Cinema Film Talk. We were joined by Dr. Kiki Chankiyu to discuss Chinese film Return to Dust, which we screened here at the Garden Cinema. The film follows Ma and Kao, who've been cast off by their families and forced into an arranged marriage. They have to combine their strength and build a home to survive. In the face of much adversity, an unexpected bond begins to blossom, as both Ma and Kao, uniting with Earth cycles, create a haven for themselves in which they can thrive. Dr. Kiki Chankiyu joined us for a Q&A to discuss Taoism on film, Li Ruqin's previous work, an independent film in China. Kiki, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, for your time after this this quite powerful film. Um, everyone's had a moment to collect their thoughts and uh, come out of the uh, of the very kind of immersive atmosphere of the film. So first of all, watching this film, there's a very timeless quality to it. Um, so could you give a little bit more context in terms of socio politics and uh, the industrial context around the film and around the filming process. Oh, well, thanks for inviting me here. I'm well, very pleased to be here to share some thoughts about this film and uh, the context. Um, well, um, some of you may know I see quite a lot of Chinese faces here. The Chinese film industry um, has been booming um, in the last decade. Um, well, especially since 2012. Uh, so there's a lot of resources drawn into the industry, the government resources mainly, um, which is um, kind of, um, well, on the other hand, um, we also see the crackdown of the independent cinema scenes. Um, for example, uh, 2012, uh, when the Beijing Independent Film Festival being cracked down and followed by the Yunfest and Independent Chinese Film Festival uh, kind of gradually disappeared around 2014, uh, 2017. So see the contrast on one hand, the lot of money get into the film industry um, and a lot of support, a lot of funding from different levels, from the government, from the city level, from the province, from, um, you know, from the setting up of the youth festivals everywhere. Um, and uh, the director um, himself started m making films when Chinese independent film uh, scene was still quite lively around uh, 2007. Um, so Li Reijing started making film then, and then he was quite lively in the independent film scene and all his uh, previous films um, got international award. Mm -hmm. Many of the filmmakers um, well, kind of developed with him, independent filmmakers, um, embrace this um, support from the government. Some of them started making independent films, art house films, then transition making, uh, to make uh, genre specific films, quite successful. Lee as a director really continues his style and his themes that connects the lands. He, he, most of his films set in his hometown, uh, in a small village, in this village, actually. Yeah, well, I was going to ask yeah. um, if his other films explored similar themes to this one. Yes, most of his films connect to the lands. The lands he grew up, 
people's emotions with the land, the connections, and also sometimes it's the nostalgia to the time that they can't go back. In return to dust, where are we in terms of, of the history of the place? Why are they so um, pushed to move away from this farm and into a, an apartment and so on? Well, the film was set in 2011. Well, partially because that's the prey see Eugene, so kind of want to escape from all this whole censorship in the beginning, uh, which, well, didn't really um, in the end. Um, well, one of the reasons the film get um, censored, as many of you may uh, sensed, is the, well, what's the so-called of description of extreme poverty and the land, the, the apartment building you mentioned, that's kind of signaled as a progressive move for the farmers. Um, but I think the film, from the film, you can see quite clearly that the whole modern Chinese modern projects is alienate, like alien to, to the people who live on the land for so long. What's beautiful for this film is this, to the couple, two unwanted people from their own family. Uh, one is an old bachelor, which, which is quite common in the villages, and the other has, uh, some disability with her and kind of both are unwanted um, from their own family and then be forced into this arranged marriage in the beginning but to you know to many surprise they actually formed affections really you know subtle cares towards each other um what's what i remembered very clearly is you know when the uh when yotia went to the town to buy a coat for his wife not just, you know, to, not just, you know, for the, you know, for, for, for keep her warm, but, you know, to you know, protect her dignity, really, because she can't control her bladder. So, you know, to protect her from wet herself in the public. And yeah. And then when he come back, the, the wife brought her, brought him this hot jar of water. And that's, you know, that's the moment when you see that their relationships start to bloom and the connection. But what's also very beautiful um, for me and this whole, you know, whatever criticism from a Marxist perspective you want to, you know, argue for is not that important is they not only form the one is um, among between them, but also with the donkey. Actually, his relationship with the donkey pre-marriage has already been quite strong. And with the chicken, with, yeah. 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 Well, to pick up on that, actually, in your words, can you tell us a bit more about what you think um, the connotations, the philosophical connotations of this film are, especially in in terms of the couples and our, as human beings, our relationship to not only the world around us, but to animals? Um, as well can you tell us a bit more about sure sure I think that's the whole area that's you know really touched me fascinating me um yeah as I mentioned you know from because I'm working on um I'm working on um Taoism and cinema at, at the moment trying to explore cinema from Taoist perspective and some of the Taoist concepts really uh, can sh- show themselves in a film like the one is uh, being one together with the land with each other and that's one is with the land also suggests was in the film Yotia himself said the, so- the soil itself doesn't create discriminate people no matter you're rich or poor you know you grow and you're being rewarded and another concept is qi 
qi, you know, in relation with blood. Uh, in Chinese, there's a term called jie di qi. So, um, well, that means connection with the the qi of the land. So, in in many sense, they too lived uh, a life that's you know deeply connect with the land, and the blood is actually a good symbol in this film. Um, while the rich people, while the rich man, the capitalist in the village, um, lack of this blood, otherwise he can't survive. And Yotie actually have this blood to give. And he actually giving without asking any reward, ask, you know, not even for money. Um, and, and in that sense, also our, the blood itself doesn't discriminate people. No, there's a there's a sense of everything being intrinsically related, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Everything's part of the same cycle: the soil, mm-hmm. the blood, human beings as integrated in their environment. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really beautifully yeah. depicted. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned this because <laughs> the last shot of the house being destroyed back to dust. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hence yeah. the hence yeah. the circularity of time. Thank you very much. This was the Garden Cinema Film Talk. You can find out more about the cinema screenings and seasons on our website, thegardencinema.co.uk and follow us, send us comments and feedback on our social media, at The Garden Cinema. Thank you for listening.